internet brand strategist Sandra Beck interviews top business coaches, speakers, authors, and thought leaders to bring you the best business tips, tricks, and techniques to give your idea the best possible chance for success. From writing your first novel, to telecommuting from home, to taking your small business to infinity and beyond. Now here's your host, Sandra Beck. Hi, everybody. This is Sandra Beck, and I'm visiting with my good friend and repeat guest. If you like what you're hearing today, go look through our old shows, and you'll find many shows with Ann Tucker. And we are talking today about, she's got this cool new program that I want to hear all about because it's really in alignment with the way business is going and, and the change in thinking. And she's just so amazing. Ann Tucker, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm delighted to be here with you again, like my favorite place to be. It is, and it goes so fast. Like we can just start on this and it rocks and rolls. And, you know, you're one of the few people, there's like five or six people in my entire 12-year, 15-year radio career that I actually take notes during my own show and you are one of them. Oh, that's awesome. always give such great information. And it's just little things that drip off your lips. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you. That is awesome. I love that. That's like a very special list to make. So I feel honored. <laughs> it, is, it is. I got my happy pen and I'm good to go. So you have this new program, but before we talk about the program, yeah. I want to ask you, where do your programs come from? Like, are they downloaded? Are they just an idea you have? Are they, where, where does, where does that impetus come from? Yeah, they're, they are definitely downloaded. It's really interesting. So my the way that my guides show up for me is at the beginning of my process, which is interesting. You can actually see it in my hand, like if you're into palmistry, that I have this little line that goes right next to my lifeline that is like, uh, like it's like a, like I have a guardian angel. It's right next to me all the way through the beginning of everything that I do. And then later they back off and sort of let me see what I can do with it. But in the, especially in the formation phases, everything is pretty much channeled. Yeah. So do you sit down? Like I'm a big process person. So do you sit down and make a dedicated time to, to download this or does it come while you're walking, work around? Like how does it work with you? Cause everybody's different. Oh yeah. Everybody. So, so one, uh, several different ways. I mean, one great way for me when I'm really uh, very open is like a walk meditation. So anytime that my hands are busy, that my mind can wander, that's sort of when I'm really open and receptive. But I'm finding now that like, so say for example, um, uh, there's a, a, a class that I'm I'm in some of the, the since my trans channeling has come in so strongly, now they're asking me to do things that I'm not totally sure how to do. And so no, when let's, that's let's and stop it's, for a second, what did you use the term? I'm not familiar with trans channeling. Oh, uh, trans channeling. Yeah. So when I go, I go into a trance. And I am receiving messages or receiving like word by word information. Um, and I'm, I'm in, I'm in the trance, as I'm in the trance, it's like I'm in the flow of their energy. And, um, and when, when, when I'm doing that, I get, it used to be when I would channel, I would get images. I was a clairvoyant channel. Now I'm, I, and I was always, I always knew that I was clairaudient, but it never, I couldn't figure out how to access it. Now going into trance, that's when I become clairaudient and I'm, I hear their met their words word by word. And then I either recite them into a recording device or I write them down, but it's crazy. Cause I don't know where it's going, right? I'm just writing word after word after word. And then I get to the end and it's like, wow, it's this really eloquent, you know, paragraph. 
Um, but so now that they're through that, because it's so much more accurate, they can give me much more specific. So like there's specific things they, there that I guess were pre-planned before I got here that I don't know how to do. So they're saying, okay, well, you're supposed to teach this class. So I'll say, well, what, like, how am I supposed to do that? So I will trance about it and get the information like this is you do this part and we'll do this part. So I'm doing classes with them where I'm holding the space and they're coming in and activating certain things in people. So it's like that, which, so it's different. So, so it's evolved. So some of this is done through the walking meditation or through that kind of being open and receiving. And then some of it is done through trans channeling. So when you, when you record yourself, um, do, do you sound different? No, you know, the, the words come out really, really differently. People have told me that my voice sounds different when I'm in trance and, and I can't hear, I mean, like if I replay it back, you know, I don't have a good ear for what I sound like normally. So, but people have told me that I sound different. The words are certainly different. It's really interesting. It's like they're using my vocabulary, but they're reaching back to like every word I've ever read. <laughs> so the way they put things together is totally unexpected and, and interesting. It's like, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's really cool. Like they're very so when eloquent. When you're done with a session, do they say, okay, you're done now? Or does it naturally stop? Or do you like, and are you tired after? Like, how does it feel? Yeah, they're there when I do the sessions for uh, like when I do what I call my, my when I do the angelic frequency series, which is with a big group, I have about 60 people on that course. And when I get to the end, it's that's a 90 minute session and I don't time it. They just they end it on the nose. We get to the end of the 90 minutes and they say we're descending, descending. And then they say we are complete. And then that's that's the end. But when they work with me, I kind of the just the thread just stops. Like they'll be talking and I'll, and I, cause I get the information like little packets. Like I'll get like three words at a time or like a thought at a time. It comes in little packets and it's like you're in a stream and it's just coming, coming. And then all of a sudden it just stops and like, Oh, okay. There that's, that's all they have to say. Unless I ask something else. Right. Or something else comes up. So when you're writing, when you're taking notes, do you just write the three words down or does it come out in sentences? It comes out one word or yeah, a couple words at a time and I'm writing, I have my eyes closed, so it's kind of a mess and it's just, you know, it's, and, uh, but yes, yeah, usually I'm just writing like, you know, one, two, three words at a time and I, and I, and I have to go fast because it kind of comes by you. Like it's like it passes by and you know how like in a dream, like when you wake up in the morning and you've been dreaming and like all of a sudden you can't remember what the dream is anymore. Like the dream just sort of leaks out of your right, head. You're just, it's wispy. You're just trying to grasp exactly. That. That's what this feels like. So I have to write it down right away. Otherwise it goes away and I can't remember what it was. Yeah. I, I'm not, I think that's fascinating. And it's very, it's very much in alignment with many of the, and I'll use the word loosely, but spiritual yeah. writers, yeah. Um, you know, they, they talk about a lot of the wispiness about kind of like, it feels like you're in that space between wake and sleep. Yes. You know, you're not mm -hmm. quite awake. You're not quite asleep. You're somewhere in limbo in there and connecting like to a higher consciousness or collecting, yeah. connecting to something greater than yourself. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And now is a good time to thank our sponsor. Our sponsor today is Wondery. And to start your 30-day free trial of Wondery Plus for ad-free listening, exclusive shows, binges, and early access in the new Wondery app, 
Download the app today. You're going to be so glad you did because the Wondery app is my favorite place where I can go to listen to Wondery shows. And they're from the team that brought you some of my favorite podcasts like Dr. Death, The Shrink Next Door, Business Wars, and so much more. And I want to talk to you about Business Wars because that is such a great podcast. And no one loves a good rivalry story as much as I do. And I don't know, maybe you do too. And Anne, I know you do because we always talk about that. Yeah. Business Wars exclusive season, Playboy versus Penthouse, is available on Wondery Plus. And you can find out how the multi-decade feud between Hefner and Guccione grew their adult empires and the industry to a serious scale. You know, on this show, we talk a lot about growth, a lot about empowerment, a lot about creating healthy rivalries. And this is a really great rivalry story. So you're going to want to... Uh, start your 30-day free trial of Wondery Plus and get ad-free listening, especially because you're going to want to listen to Business Wars. It's so good. So, and we were talking a little bit about, you know, the concept of of just becoming better and jumping out and launching something, even though you might not feel or think that you're ready. So yeah, so it's been a roller coaster ride because I got to tell you, like the first time that one of the things I'm doing now is this angelic frequency series, which is amazing. And the first time I did it, I knew I, they'd given me the outline. They basically said, okay, it's going to be, you know, we're going to do these these different sessions. They're going to be one a month. Each one is going to build upon the next. But I didn't really, I had no, it's, and they told me 90 minutes. They need 90 minutes. I had no idea. And so I basically, all these people signed up and we got ready to go. And I showed up and, and I mean, like, you know me, I'm a planner, right? Like you yes. read my book. It's like very specific. And, and so to show up to a 90 minute event that I'm hosting with no agenda, like I had no clue what was going to happen other than like kind of this general stuff. It, it has been like for me, it's been a huge leap into just letting go and allowing, you know, well, and trust, huge you know, trust, right? Right. For, for, you know, you just look at, I look at like a, like I do 55 minute shows and yeah. I have a guest. So yeah. like I can always ask them a question while I think about something else, you know, <laughs> to just go kind of stream of consciousness or to be talking for 90 minutes without an agenda. Yeah. I think I would be terrified. Yeah, it was definitely, and you know, and there's also that other worry of like, is it like, what happens? Like, what if I like ate something weird that threw my energy off and I can't connect today? And then I've got 60 people waiting and I'm like, okay, there's, there's, there's nothing happening. You know what I mean? Like, well, but it's so far, it's been amazing. The next session, the next session is going to be on an ancestral uh, energy. So basically clearing that sort of ancestral baggage that we all have. Um, and it's, it's been, it's been intense. Every one of these has been just a shock. And do I get tired after you asked? It was really interesting. The first session I did, I was white the next day because it's 90 minutes of holding that frequency yeah. and it, and it comes through me like a fire hose. Cause it's not just when I do these frequency sessions, it's not just trans channeling cause I, I'm getting the messages and I'm talking, but I'm also, uh, relating what I'm seeing them do clairvoyantly. And then there's also this frequency that's coming through me. And the frequency literally feels like I have like electric lava coming out of my, of my palms and my chest. It's crazy. Wow. And so it's intense. And I get to the end and the last time that was so intense that you, I get up to, I got to the end of the session. I just started bawling. Cause it's like, there's just, it's just the emotion comes to you. You can't stop it. You know? 
but um and but 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 the last time I was less exhausted. I changed my diet a little bit. I have to eat super super clean in order to do this and I cut out I've cut out just about I'm a, I'm a whole food vegan at this point but I cut out oils and that seemed to make a difference. Like I I noticed I was I was the last session I was less exhausted the following day, which is good. Yeah, well, you know what? Your body is the car you drive, so totally. you know, cleaning it up like that would would make a difference. I know within my cancer treatments, I've started drinking kefir every day, and oh wow, making kefir. And I swear, like I'm not a drug person. I never was. I was the designated driver. You know, I never did any experimental drugs or anything. But I will tell you, like when you have real kefir and you drink it, you're like high for the next. <laughs> hour you feel <laughs> so good I can't explain it and I thought it was just me so my friend Ginger was on the way to work and she looked so tired and I'm like have a cup of kefir and she's like <laughs> what are you pushing on me now and you know and I'm like but to have this you know like you know it's the 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 probiotics eat all the sugar in the milk and it's kind of thick and yogurty and you know, oh I wow smoothie and I drink it and I'm like Oh my God, I'm like high for the next couple <laughs> hours. Like my body is rejoicing with this bacteria. Like, yeah. you know, no dyes, no coloring, no anything in there. Um, but I, it's amazing how when you clean up your body and you clean up your life and you clean up the people around you, yes. how yeah. much more can come through. It's like, I feel like I was this old radio that was full of rust and gunk and you know, cleaned <laughs> it all off and, you know, kind of got rid of that marriage that was in the way and, right. you know, and rid of this, rid of that. And, you know, this latest health journey for me, because I always say like, I am not curing cancer. Cancer's curing me because I'm using yes. oh, I love that. parts of my life that needed to be attended to. And, you know, it's just, fun. Yeah. And you feel good. Like when yeah. you the oil, you know, it's like probably how a car feels when it's like, it gets like, you know, super high octane gasoline. Yeah. Yeah. It's really true. And I find that I uh, like ch making changes like that. Your chemistry does change because I start changing different foods. Like all of a sudden I can't get enough salsa. Like I have never been a salsa person. I just bought like a Costco vat of salsa. <laughs> I'm not sure why that is, but you know, you, you change your body changes as you change what you put in it. Well, and I can tell from, from doing shows with you over the years, you know, we've been doing this yeah. a couple of years. And what was the first thing I said to you today before we logged on the air? I said to you, oh my God, you look radiant. Like you're glowing. Your eyes are, you know, I, mean, I have to just like, you know, I'm not like the, you know, the total girlfriend, girlfriend thing, but from like a girl to a girl, her eyes are vibrant and clear. They're bluer than they've ever been. The whites of her eyes are clear. Her skin is clear. Like, and she just radiates good health. Like Thank seriously. You. And you know, Thank I told you, so you that much. even without talking about what we had today, you look yeah. amazing. And it's not just ah, I love you. It. It's not just your features. It's it's the energy that surrounds you that's really beautiful. Oh, that's, thank you so much. That That's wonderful. Thank you for saying that. I really appreciate it. It's, that feels pretty good. Yeah, well, <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's a reflection of, I think, the work you're doing, you know, to, to, to get into a trance, to do some of this work, yeah. takes effort. And in an era of digital, of yeah. everything going, you're a single mom. Yeah. 
You know, yeah. you're raising a child like I am a single mom and I'm raising two, but yeah, um, I got two, you know, two as well. Right. So you have two, two. Yeah. You know, that's a lot. And that's yeah. a lot of like, you have boys or girls, I forget. Both. One of each. One of each. Okay. So you yep. got the boy and the girl energy. I have just the double boy energy and I cannot get into a trance or get in the flow is the word that I use. I get in the flow yeah. or alignment or harmonize with, with whatever it is um, when they're around because yeah. there's such bright little balls of boy energy. <laughs> there's constant noise. Like I'm not really good at focusing on a good day. So yeah. I to focus to this. So I tend to do my, my flow work earlier in the morning before they get up, but not so early that I'm dead trying to stay awake. Yeah. Yeah. That, 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 that's super smart. Well, plus you always do it then, right? If you do it first thing in the morning, then you don't, you know, you wait later in the day sometimes and stuff gets in the way and. Well, and so. your energy changes, your frequency yeah. changes. Like if you really pay attention to this throughout the day, like I have certain routines, like my bedtime routine always includes a 25 minute musical guided meditation. I use the act the app Synctuition. It's a little expensive. They didn't pay to be on the show, but I plug that in and it starts playing binaural beats. It starts giving me suggestions. Like sometimes if I'm feeling really rushed, I do the, the slow down time one. If nice. I'm feeling like I'm behind the eight ball, I'll do the your winner one as hokey dokey as that sounds, but those, that music. And then I just drift off to sleep. And what I've noticed, which I think is phenomenal is I have just a plain old Fitbit, not a fancy super Apple watch. Yeah. But I do pay for the enhanced, um, metrics on my phone from the watch. And when I do the, um, when I do my 25 minute guided meditation, that's literally just putting in my earphones and pushing a button on my phone. Like I'm yeah. not going to be able to sit up straight doing the whole thing, but my resting heart rate is lower. The report back of less restlessness at night, like <sighs> All of these metrics wow. are smoother and I can prove it. I mean, I can prove it by, by matching the Synctuition app keeps track of my days and times that I do it Yeah, and, and match it up with where I get the best sleep. Wow. You get a sleep number. You get like a, anywhere from a 50 to like, I think an 89 is the highest I've ever gotten. That so is awesome. When I do that nighttime meditation thing to calm my brain down, I have a better night's sleep. Like, yeah. And it doesn't matter if I sleep five, six, seven, eight, nine hours. Like it's, it was very interesting to look at the metrics for myself. Wow. And go, so now I'm a convert. I'm like, yeah. Oh yeah. Before bed. That's it. That's what a great idea. I love that. And I love that since you've tracked it, you can actually, that's totally motivating. That's really cool. <laughs> that's the computer nerd in me. I'm yeah. like, okay, I'm going to make my <laughs> little plot map and I'm going to plot these things. But you know, because if the thing is, if I can convince myself, I will do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If you can convince the rational mind, then yep. you will. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and so when I wake up in the morning, the other thing that I found really helpful is, and I probably learned this from you because I'm what reason I think I did, but <laughs> the setting of an intention the night before I go to sleep, right before I do my meditation, I set three intentions for the next day. And awesome. you know, they're whatever I need to focus on. And I'll say, you know, I'm going to wake up with radiant energy and get my work done in a couple hours so I can have a restful afternoon. Like I'm super specific. 
That is super cool. And it's amazing how like when I wake up in the morning, the eyes pop open, I know immediately what I need to do. I get on target, I get it done. And then my day actually, I live into the belief I had the night before. That is super cool. That is super. It is true that whatever you, whatever energy you're holding when you go to bed, you wake up in that energy. So I think it's, it makes a ton of sense to be super deliberate as you're going to sleep about, okay, what do I want to be thinking about, right? Like I, I really edit my media diet, you know what I mean? I make sure I'm not watching, you know, TV shows that are going to be upsetting or whatever before I go to bed. Same thing is because you just don't, you know, it's like you just need to be, I think you need to be conscious. That's such an important thing because then it's that whole time period you're asleep, right? What kind of energy are you in? Right. But then how do you start off the day? Yeah. That right. makes a lot of sense. How you, how you end your day and how you finish. It's almost like, you know, like the fiction writers, you know, credo, you know, or nonfiction, yeah. you know, whatever, whatever yeah. that thing was. It's like, it doesn't matter what you do in the middle, but it matters how you open the book and end the book. <laughs> so that's kind of like each day is a little book. So how do you open the day? And right. You and you day? close it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I like that. It does, if you set the intention for productivity, if you set the intention for these things, you're just getting one more little tool in your arsenal towards success. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. So let's talk about, you know, what do you do? What are your rituals or routines that get you into flow? Oh gosh. You know, it is, um, one of the things I do, I do you, I noticed that for me, it's a mix of, um, making sure that I have moved my body, that that's super important. So, um, you know, exercise has to be a component. It doesn't have to be crazy exercise, but I sometimes use the Donna Eden's five minute energy routine as a way of, especially if I've had a day where I've been doing a lot of left brained work, um, cause I do, you know, I'm a business coach, so I do I have a lot of business stuff that I do. And, um, and if I'm really uh, spending a lot of time in my left brain, it can be hard to then switch gears. So that, that, that routine, um, it just, it gives you a lot of sort of whole body cross body motion that gets that sort of, cause your two hemispheres can get siloed. Your, 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 uh, left brain or, and your right brain or your masculine and feminine energy can get siloed. And so you want to kind of cross them back over. And the idea is to get all of the energy moving along all of the meridians that if we don't move, then even if you're trying to clear stuff, you just need to get the energy circulating sure. um, so that it, so that the, yes, the energy can move. So that's no, you a, wouldn't leave your car in the garage for six months and then come and start it up and expect it to run effectively. Like we know yeah. to go out if your car's in storage, go and start it up, you know, start it up every now and then to make sure it runs. Yeah. It's kind of like the same philosophy. You have to start your own engines regularly to make yeah. sure your body flows. Yeah. And that routine is so um, simple. I use that like a lot of times when I'm speaking, if I'm speaking to an audience, particularly if we're going to do any kind of a meditation or any kind of spiritual work, I'll have them do that routine before we start because it gets every, it just kind of helps you shake off the day and it literally takes five minutes and you have to have like zero athletic ability to be able to do it. Oh, we love so, that. We love that. Yeah, exactly. Because one of the things that I find, um, you know, I teach fitness, so I teach spin, yeah. and I love my spin classes. I love how I feel after it, but when I, it's very different when I want to move the energies in my body, you know, yes. there's all different workouts, you know, lifting weights gets a different result from, you know, spinning, swimming, you know, running yeah. those type of things, walking gives a different experience and same with yoga and stretching. I mean, all of these things move different energies. Cause I don't think we're just one energy. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And it, and it is also like which meridians are activated, right? And that's part of with, with that specific routine, you're doing some tapping on different, different points to get the specific energy or, you know, along specific meridians to get circulating and moving. So it can help you with, you know, digestion. It can help you with, you know, with everything really. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. Well, and recently I've done a couple shows about, you know, how some of our traditions work with our bodies. And uh, there's a show, Sparking Wholeness, um, that I'm a big fan of. And Erin Carey hosts it. And she was talking about the importance of changing your body's like energetic state and getting in a point of gratitude before you eat, that you actually Mm. have more like mineral absorption, like they found scientific evidence to show that calming the body, preparing it for nourishment, then eating means you absorb more, your intestine does more, your stomach does more, all these things, you know, and then I thought, well, what is saying a prayer before a meal? You know, like when you look at for me yeah. growing up, you know, in a Christian mm-hmm. household, it was, you know, we, we say grace, we say yeah. grace before we eat, we give thanks for the food, you know, we say this little prayer and there's actually a biological connection yes. to that. So, you yeah. know, whether you believe in a higher power or, you know, whatever, the act of sitting down and being grateful for your food. Yeah. Actually yeah. has a biological component, which to me was just like that. Just made my little nerd head go haywire. <laughs> yeah, it makes great sense though, and that's the same thing as we set intentions before eating. And same thing is, I think it's, it's it helps to to like it, like you said, get your body ready for it. But I think it changes the whole experience of it. it. Does. Well, and now mm-hmm. we know it changes your biology too. It's super cool. You know, because I always wondered why, you know, like, because I was a, a like a, a, a run and throw, like, you know, working in, in the industries that I did in the entertainment industry and then in the real estate industry um, and the tech industry, I found myself throwing nutrition in my body without yeah. awareness. Like yeah. you mm-hmm. grab them. And then as a single mom, you're grabbing food wherever you can in between everything else you have to do. Right, and right. Part of my, when I sit down and I have my staff meeting in the morning with spirit <laughs> is to sit down and I actually sit in my dining room of all, I don't sit at my kitchen table because there's always like stuff to be signed for school and there's just my kids stuff all over. So I actually go in my little dining room, which is just yeah. a little, it's got a little dining room table and chairs. It's nothing much, but I put a placemat down. I put my teacup, like I have this whole little ritual in the morning And I sit down and I have a meeting with myself. I have a meeting with spirit. I bring my day planner. Like I have all my things around me, my journals, so that I can get that start to the day. Yeah. I can't do that in the car on the fly. Like I can't do it sitting at a red light. Like maybe I could when I was younger, but I can't now. Yeah. Yeah. So I've created this little sacred space for myself. And the kids at first were like, what are you doing? Like, you know, you're kind of like the loser table of one, you know what I mean? <laughs> With your <laughs> one placement. Teacup and, you know, whatever. <laughs> and I got some flowers, you know, fresh flowers, like a little thing. And I put my journals and books there <laughs> because I do have focus issues. Like I have a really hard time if I go in my office, which is literally 
20 feet from that little space. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I have a different mindset, a different energy, a different purpose. So I have my little cubby where I write, I have my office where I work, and then I have my dining room table where I kind of begin and end my day. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, I use that same with, uh, with the frequency session, I use the same music every time for that same reason is because it's like a trigger, like in the same way that you sit down and you have a ritual and it gets you into that state of mind. I find that I can help people that raise their energy faster. If I use the same music every time, because it, it sets like a, like a return point, like they get back into that state faster. Which is cool. So do you pick like just a rock song that you like or do you, you know, like no. what? <laughs> We're like Def Leppard, you know. Yeah, no. like Kiss, like, because <laughs> that does, like those ones, the hard rock does get me pumped for spin. I will yeah. listen to that music yeah. on the way to spin. So by the time I get there, I'm like, okay, everybody, for the here we go. Ready to go. But no, this is, I use, it's more like a, like, like it's just kind of sounds, you know what I mean? Like, like sounds that it's like peaceful sounds is the best way to describe it, but it's the same instruments. It's the same track every time. And it's kind of the one I'm using is a sort of this, it's long because that way it can last for the whole 90, 90 minutes. Um, but yeah, but so it doesn't have any words or anything. It's just kind of like amorphous sound. So it's like operant conditioning. You know, they're, they're like, I mean, like Pavlov's dog. I'm a big yeah. operant conditioner. I know. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That if I condition myself, like I'm, I respond to triggers and yeah. you know, I don't want to be chasing hubcaps. So my triggers yeah. are, and their boundaries. And too, like what I found, especially as I've gotten older, I don't know if it's a willpower thing. I don't know what it is, but I have to put boundaries in place. Like I will forget to hydrate. And you know, it's Southern yeah. California in the summer. Not so good. I have like 12 of these. They make the hydrocell. <laughs> Again, they're not, they're not a sponsor, but I get up in the morning and I take six of these and I fill them with ice. I fill them with water. And then they go like the black one goes in my office. The pink one goes by my writing desk. Like they're right there. That's and awesome. if they're there because I won't remember what to, and maybe it's a little chemo brain too. You know, I don't know, but I won't remember. And then it's like four o'clock and I'm like, crap, I haven't eaten. I haven't hydrated, you know, done all these things. The other thing I do is I use Todoist, another product endorsement that has not sponsored my show. (laughs) Todoist is this to-do list and it's a supercharged, like crazy one on speed, but, and it's $28 a year. But I have in here, like, you'll laugh when you hear some of the things that are in here. It's like, make your gratitude list, set your intention, (laughs) 55-minute spin, log your food. I'm part of this 125-mile challenge, so I'm like, log your challenge in, post your radio show, like your Nutrisystem breakfast, another, you know, shameless plug. The other one I have in here, which is hilarious, is I have squats. And I put set of 10 squats and three or four times a day, I have them rotate. So I have to, when I look through what I need to do for the day, this is for me. It's not my work to do list. I mean, sometimes work is in there. Yeah. Yeah. But I have three sets of squats in there. So in the morning when I look, I go, well, I can do a set. Yeah. Yeah. When I walk in the kitchen, you know, I have call my dad, you know, listen to like, I I'm a big fan of Hay House. I paid $99, another plug, but I, I, (laughs) I'm listening to some, they give you for $99, all the books you can listen to on audiobooks. So like, Oh, that's cool. When I clean my kitchen, do my dishes, throw the laundry in, in the morning, like I'm listening to energy vampires right now. Like, yeah. 
And so I get a check mark if I do that once a day, even if it's 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and then I have my AM stretch, my PM stretch, and then we have another set of squats. But <laughs> there's no way, and I would remember to do all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. I no, was, you're right. You have to write it down. If you're trying to keep it all in your head, stuff just falls out and you don't get it done. I'm a to-do list person too. I don't use that app, but I just have paper and it's like, it's my Bible. Yeah, for well, sure. I used to do paper, but then I would leave it places. Like, yeah. And what I found was my phone was always with me. Yeah. And so, and they give you like this little report and tell you you did good at the end of the day. So, but I can remember now, like I'll look at my, like I get in my car, the first thing I do is look at my to do list because also yeah. my grocery list is on there. Oh, that's nice. Found, yeah. It can send you a reminder, a geo reminder. So, if you're driving by the store, it'll say get milk. Oh, that's cool. That's really cool. Yeah, it is kind of cool. It took a while to learn how to do it. But because I was being very reactionary, and I think many of us are, I was reacting to my kids, reacting to my gym, reacting to react, react, react. And I felt like I was not in charge of my life. Everybody else was. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Because then you're, it's just like when you feel like you're behind the eight ball. And when your day sort of slips away from you and you feel your, your like your whatever intention you start, if you look at your, at your list at the end of the day, you didn't get anything done, then you've been in that reaction mode. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of times, some of my stuff is, I would say 90% of my stuff repeats every day. Yeah. Like I want to mm-hmm. do three sets of squats every day. I want to do, you know, I want to listen to this because I would buy all these things, forget I had them. Right. And then they would expire, you know, or yeah. I do the subscription, forget I have them. And then, or lay at bed at night and go, God, I didn't get my workout and I completely forgot. Right. Right. You know, and so I kind of got tired of like writing the same things, my 10 squats three times a day and my AM stretch and my PM <laughs> stretch and, you know, call my dad and take your Nutrisystem breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Cause that was another one. I bought Nutrisystem and I did what they told me. I found a nice little place to put it. I yeah. bought three pretty baskets with lids. I put the breakfast, lunch, and dinner because it doesn't need to be refrigerated. Yeah. But I put it in my living room, which I never go in. Oh, so and then you then, just like, forget. Eight days into it, my kids are like, Mom, why aren't you doing Nutrisystem? And I was like, oh. I mean, I completely forgot. I mean, so oh, now no. I have, because if you're running like me and you, yeah. with mm-hmm. you and mm-hmm. working, yeah. you know, it's, it's tough. So having some sort of guardrail, that keeps me on target really helps. Yeah. 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 That makes a lot of sense. It does. And I like the automated reminders and stuff too. That's really helpful. Yeah. Because if I don't get it and then I'm kind of type A personality driven, I want to get an A. Yeah. Yep. So (laughs) So then you're actually motivated. in the morning and I'm like, okay, I got a 75 (laughs) this morning. I only got average sleep. Like that's not good. What can I do tomorrow? (laughs) Yeah. Um, but I get a, a rating on my to-do list. And I think the trick to to-do lists are also including things that you know you can master. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like I can do 10 squats a day. When I actually did them right before a radio show. I went to the bathroom. Yeah. I did my 10 squats in the bathroom. And then I came back here and sat down. Yeah. Now I can do yeah. that. And is that the equivalent of, you know, like writing a chapter in my book? No. <laughs> <laughs> But isn't it amazing on our to-do list how almost everything has equal weight? 
Yeah, it's well, it's true if you write it all down there, but I think you make a good point. And that is actually something that I, I include as, as sort of part of how I teach in my coaching program is, is I include about how when you're making a choice, when you're setting up a, a to-do list for yourself or goals for yourself, that you always want to find that sort of just right level of challenge that you want to find something that is like, if you put on there, write a book chapter, like you said, it's never going to happen. And then you get discouraged and you don't do it. Or if there's too much ambiguity, you don't know how to do it. But if you choose something that is where you've sort of got one foot in things that you don't know how to do, and one things in, you know, one foot in things that are new, there's enough existing, enough that you already know that you feel confident and enough new that you're excited and interested. So it's kind of that just right level of challenge. That's like what, this, the, you know, what we need to go for in terms of really keeping ourselves motivated. Well, yeah. And when I look at my system and I go, what can I do right now? Like, yeah. that's the big thing. Like, I can't tell you like, well, you know this from having kids. Yeah. How much time I spend waiting. Yeah. We, you know, yeah. I'm, you know, they say, oh, practice is over at four yes. and at oh my gosh. five, the coach is still flapping his gums and I just want to go out and throttle him. Right. Right. I actually did. I actually like, you'll love this. Like with my older one, um, who's 16, he was playing on this basketball team cause he's six, five and he's oh only 16 years old. So he's playing on this basketball team. Everybody's older. He was the youngest on the team. So wow. I had to drive him. So uh, at like eight o'clock, I have my 87 year old dad in the car. I have my 10 year old at the time waiting to get home because he left his math book home. So he's, you know, complaining. Oh my God. It's 37 degrees here in Southern California. Cause it's a freak winter, you know, <laughs> storm. and we're sitting out there and I'm waiting. It's like eight Oh five, eight, 10, eight, 12. <sighs> And I finally at like 8.20, cause he was supposed to be done at like 7.45. So I'm there uh, at 7.45. Yeah. I go in there and I open the door and they're still practicing whatever. And I'm waving and waving, still practicing. Nobody paid any attention to me. So I went uh. and stood at center court, arms <laughs> across. And the coach comes walking over to me and he goes, are you okay? I said, no, I'm not. <laughs> I am an old man, a kid who needs a math book. You told me 1240 or 7.45. I have to be up and work at 4.30. And he goes, are you a single mom? I said, yes, I am. <laughs> and then he goes, Max, get your stuff and go. And he, since then, his whole basketball team is afraid of me. Because, you know, because you, you just... You you have to draw the line somewhere, but yeah, you do. You really you know, do. I do find yep. my crazy ass to do list that if I have to sit and wait, I can look here and go. Could I? I could do my squats. Yeah. I could do my AM stretch or my PM stretch. You know, the ten minute stretch. I could listen to my. You know, I call it the forty nine dollar program, the ninety nine dollar program, <laughs> like, whatever I paid for it, because I know what I paid for it. I can remember what that is. Yeah. Um, but I can look through my list, my meditation. I can yeah. do that. Like mm -hmm. I can literally, if he's like going to be 30 more minutes, I can put my headphones on, lean my chair back on, you know, you can make, you can find lost time, I guess. Yeah. 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 
but it's, it is a tricky, it's a, it's a rub on that one because if you show up, if you, one time you say, oh, they're late every time I'm going to show up at 8, 10, oh, then your are. kid's outside in the cold waiting for, you know, 20 minutes. Wait, you know what I mean? It's, stand with me. I was yeah. so embarrassed. <laughs> and you were the last one to get there. Been there, done that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, not good. <laughs> Don't you think, too, that having a really good relationship with spirit, whatever that looks like to you, you know, whatever your Mm -hmm. belief system is, is really kind of a great equalizer because you realize, at least I do, when I do my, like, angel staff meeting in the morning or my journaling um, with spirit, how it can tell you what you need. Like this morning, I will be really open. My whole thing was like, you need to get better in balance. You need to time block. Don't try to, to commingle all these things. And these were not even words that I would use, but I was writing the directions down from my staff meeting. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. And wherever you believe that comes from, isn't the point. The point is when you tap into your intuition, to your inner guidance system, even if it's just your subconscious telling you what you need to know, who cares what you label it? Right, right. I like angels just because I like angels. Who hates angels? How do you hate an (laughs) angel? That's like kicking a puppy. So, um, you know, angels make me feel good. So if I look at them as my angels, give them that earthly label, why not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it does change your perspective on everything. I find that, that one of the biggest things is I find that, that whatever it is that we have to get done in life, doing the work is actually not that hard. What's hard is getting over our resistance to doing the work. Yeah. And sometimes that resistance is like, you know, sometimes we're procrastinated because we don't know how to do it or we're uncertain or we don't, we doubt ourselves, right? We fear that it's not going to work or whatever it is. So whatever the friction is, that's our emotions about, you know, how do we feel about doing the work? And if we can get past those, then doing the work is not actually that hard. And the process of getting past it is a spiritual process right? It's, it's through the, the assistance of, of, you know, either coming to terms with whatever it is that we are feeling or, or whatever it is that we're afraid of, right? Or it's the getting that guidance like you're talking about, of, you know, and, and being connected to spirit. So, so yeah, so I find it, it can have a huge impact. Like, like I would say that, that being involved in spirituality doesn't, you know, you're not going to grow spiritually and find that you're the one that has the Ferrari and the giant house. And like, it's not that kind of a thing. What happens is that you have your same life. It's just that you like it a lot better, that there's less friction in your life. It's all about reducing the friction that you feel so that you enjoy your life more, right? And certainly there's going to be changes in your life. Like people will fall out of your life, negative relationships, karmic, karmic experiences will fall aside. But the real value is that you pass through your life friction-free. Well, and you might have that Ferrari. You might. You might. Yeah, you things. absolutely like, might. No, mm-hmm. The point is there's kind of like no limit. Like we're not, we're not going into this to, you know, conjure up, you know, fur coats and Rolexes. Right, we, right. Exactly. We come into it because we get a sense of peace. But I will tell you, once you get to that peace and tranquility stage, then work flows. That is you know, a true fact. New 
uh, new opportunities come to you. Or maybe I think it's more you recognize the opportunities that are coming to you because you're more present, you're more available. You know, you pick up the phone where maybe you were so busy before or running, you know, like I call it a sleep, like sleep running. Yeah, yeah. People were saying, you know, you're so different now than you were 10 years ago. And I'm like, yeah, I was sleep running 10 years ago, meaning literally asleep and running from place to place to place to do, to do, to do. Yeah. And so it wasn't sleepwalking. It was sleep running. Yeah. I never yeah. had any time and I was never still. And then uh-huh. when I started on my practice, which looks different for everybody, when you slow down, you think the first reaction is, oh my God, I'm never going to get anything done. Right. And then you realize, wow, slowing down becomes more productive. I'm making more money. I have more time. I'm doing the things I love. I have greater satisfaction. And when you have greater satisfaction, you don't have to have the willpower race at 4 p.m. when it's starting to drain out. You Mm -hmm. You still have three more hours in the day. You go, wow, I get to do this or I'm excited for that. And now it's no longer reliant on stimulants or willpower, but because you've designed your life in a way that's suiting you. And then I think riches come whatever riches are to you. Mm -hmm. That's right. And I think it it is, and it's also whatever you're in alignment with, right? It's like what really is. And that was, a I, I actually channeled on this just the other day because I was having questions about how much of, of our lives do we actually control? Like how much is it is, you know, designed by spirit? How much is it do we plan in advance? Like what about the relationship that we have or the karma that we have, right? How much of it, like, are we really just kind of going through our life thinking that we're making all of our choices, but there's actually guardrails up or, you know, how, how does it actually work? And so I, I channeled and I got really clear and specific answers, which was awesome. And they basically said, no, that, that there is no, that they don't control it, that everything comes down to vibration, that, that what happens is that the, the people that we're meant to meet in our lives, that it's, we meet them because we carry the same vibration and that we are, we are, we cannot help but be drawn together. And that even if we miss a particular meeting, then they'll, another one will come back around again. And we can't stop it because it's about vibration, that it is just that we are in alignment with each other. So it's like once you get into alignment with, you know, with the success that you want or whatever it is that you're trying to create for yourself, success, however, whatever that means to you, it is about, it is really about being in, in vibration, in alignment with that thing. And they say that, that it's all about, the angels said that it's all about that we have to make the choices that we have, we sort of come with this set of vibrations that, that we are made of, and then we make our choices. And then once we sort of set down that path, then they can support us, but they can't ever make decisions for us. They said it's super important for us to own our lives, that we have to be the ones that choose because it's through the process of choosing. And you know all about this from my book, but the process of choosing is our, that is the tool that we use to focus our creative power. And so part of what we're doing here is experiencing ourselves as creators. So they say that they will not, like if you go, if you ask spirit and say, well, okay, I don't know which, what I should do. So tell me what I should do. Give me a direction. Give me a sign. Tell me what to do. They're going to say, no, like I can't, I can't tell you because they say they don't have the tools. They don't have, and they, yeah, they can't, they can't choose for us. They said it's critical that in order for anything to happen here, that we have to start it because we are the ones here being the creators. And the way we start it is by making a choice. And once we choose, then they can support us. But the choice has to, it it literally has to come from us. They couldn't do it for us if, if we wanted them to, or even if they wanted to. 
Well, and I mean, mean, look at all, almost all religious theology teaches us human free will, free choice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, big aha, but it puts it into perspective of if you need spirit to help you, however you define that, you have to make the choice. And then, and even if it's the wrong choice to have them help you get yourself out of it. Yeah. 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 And they, you know, they can, they can help and assist and they do. Right. But, but it's after we've set the direction, you know, after we have made the decision and we are in the, and once we are, we've set the course, right? Like we've, we've made the, made the decision that sets the creative process in motion, which I think is super, super interesting. So even in terms of like the relationships and all that kind of stuff, I always thought that they would sort of throw somebody in your path, but like, nope, it's all about, vibration and alignment and your energy. Everything starts with your energy. Super cool. It is super cool. Well, and it makes super cool sense because you and I have never met in person. Yeah. But I feel like I've known you forever. Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) You know, like we do these shows, we talk about deep things, we go anywhere, there's super trust. I mean, I just think it was so funny that the the topic for today came up because I texted the wrong Ann Tucker to go to spin class, which (laughs) couldn't have been any better divine intervention because it's like you haven't been on the show in a while I'm like yeah we should go and it's perfect together and have this show and you I was saying we, we should do a show together the same time you're like I was thinking about having a show I mean <laughs> literally the texts were crossing <laughs> so it wasn't a mystery it wasn't but I yeah. just said you know what sorry um wrong Anne right right yeah and exactly down like why didn't I why am I like oh my gosh yeah Anne we need to get together and do a show because yeah because we're so much fun together <laughs> we do we have a lot of fun but you know like you're doing your angel transmissions I'm doing my angel staff meetings like yeah yeah exactly it can't be like it just can't be a coincidence yeah yeah I think so and that and that like you said being drawn back together again yeah exactly and being in each other's orbit for those reasons yep and the vibration and the energy um because I'll tell you it's it's hard in certain with certain clients and with certain people to have these conversations because they're so closed off they're it's not their thing I get that but if you are you will find just even breaching the littlest bit of information. Like I have this, this Minnesota client who I thought was really buttoned up tight, you know, whole different thing. And so I just said to her recently, well, you know, I was, I was reading this book about angels and she's like, Oh my God. She goes, I study angels. I'm this. And I'm like, wait a minute. Oh my God. Corporate head of a company. You have hundreds of employees. You you're, you're in manufacturing. You don't think of spiritual people in mass manufacturing. Yeah, exactly. But that's where it's like, put a little fish out, you know, or a worm, put a little worm out, you know, expose yourself a little bit. Nobody's telling you to, you know, preach angel things from the, you know, street corner. Right. Right. Out there with the people that you really like, because you might be really surprised I was floored yeah oh yeah for sure and I've definitely had that experience too where it's like you would not expect someone to be supportive or and and the vice versa right where I've met people where I thought oh we're you know we're definitely on the same page and then no we're not and that's okay right like that's okay but it's like all right I know I know not to go there in this conversation so 
So yeah. how can people find out more about your, like your next one is Ancestral Energy. Is that a one-off or is that part of a bigger program? That is part of the, the, um, uh, the nine uh, angelic frequencies. So that's part, and it, it's, those happen once every month. Um, and it's a, it's a, you know, they, one builds upon the next. So you can join at any time. You can be part of the next one. Um, and just know that that is as you continue, you can list the first two have recordings. So if you want to catch up on the first two, you can. Um, but these will raise your vibration and expand your spiritual gifts. So they're really and they're intense. They're pretty amazing. And I've got people, 60 people from all over the world um, taking them. And what's cool is that once they receive a frequency, they then become a transmitter for that frequency. So it's basically spreading this frequencies, these frequencies around the world, which is really nice. Cool. So where do people find this? So that's it. My main website is amtucker.com, A-N-N-E-T-U-C-K-E-R, amtucker.com. That's the main one. And you can also find me on Facebook. My, my group is Spirit Means Business. Um, and a, a, anyone is welcome to join. Um, and we, I do Friday lives in there every week. Um, and then also information about the, the and the, the other big program that I want to tell people about is yeah. I have coming up um, business energetics, which especially if people are, uh, and you know, the seven different soul types, yeah. um, what I do is I look at how does your creative soul type express itself in your business? Because we all know that it takes multiple different types of creative energy to start a business, but each of us is best at just one. And what right. ends up happening is that we end up, because we revert to the one that we're best at, we end up getting stuck or plateauing in our business and not understanding why. So this program helps people to, um, to see the whole map of all seven energies, to find out where they fit on, their ma- on that map, and then learn to express all seven within their business. So it's really meant for people who have less than 100 clients, you know, the coaches, the healers, the people who are, are practicing, you know, who have a service that they're offering the world um, and are building their business to help them earn full-time income from their business. So you've got business energetics, you've yeah. got your angelic frequency series, and then mm-hmm. you also offer angelic channeling. Tell me about yes. that. Yeah. So I do um, small group sessions. And so in those people can, they, they get to talk directly to the angels. So um, they can, they send me, people can send me a couple questions in advance. So I pre-channel and then during the session um, I go into trance and people can have a dialogue. So they can either just get a general reading or they can ask. So this is really for where people want personal information or they want to know about what, you know, what's going on in their life and, you know, whatever concerns or worries or thoughts that they have that they want to get insight on. And the angels will be very, very specific. They give me very specific business advice all the time. <laughs> so, um, so it's, it's a, and, and then people are also at that same time in that, that vibration, that high vibration. And sometimes depending on what comes up, the angels will also do healings during those sessions. Well, so they're very cool. So those are limited to six people for each session. And these things, and you know, you didn't wake up as a small child and become, I'm an angel whisperer. I'm all no. these things like this is part of your journey. This yeah. is part of your path. And yeah. if you can do it, then other people can as well. You know, they can open up their gifts. It's not like this is the Ann Tucker genetic DNA. Exactly. Exactly. As a matter of fact, there are people who are part of the frequency series because it does expand your gifts. People who have, who before maybe they were doing healing, but they, maybe their connection wasn't as strong. All of a sudden I'm getting emails. They're saying like, okay, I'm hearing voices. All this stuff is happening where they're, they're down. Now they're suddenly deep trans channeling. Like it's, it's been incredible. So yeah, it's definitely, I am not, I am not special in that way. We all have, every single one of us has spiritual gifts. It's just which ones, right? And, and, and they're designed to help us with our life. 
Anne, I want to thank you for being my guest today. And you can find out more about Ann Tucker at anntucker.com. That's Ann with the E. Now you're in for a treat. It's a sneak peek into the Wondery Plus exclusive season of Business Wars, Playboy versus Penthouse. Download the Wondery app and start your 30-day free trial of Wondery Plus to listen now. A listener note, in case the name of the series didn't give it away, this episode contains adult language and content. It's January 1970. A frigid midnight wind howls through Chicago. But upstairs in Hugh Hefner's lavish 70-room mansion, things are heating up. The founder and editor-in-chief of Playboy magazine is in his bedroom, the nerve center where anything truly important happens, whether it's business or pleasure. He's muttering to himself as he thumbs through the debut issue of Penthouse, published in the UK by Bob Guccione, an American expat. The son of a bitch, he's gone and done it. Guccione's crossed the pubic line. This is nothing but pornography, pure smut. Screw him, Hef. This isn't what we do. He's throwing down the gauntlet, Jack. Yeah, yeah, we're still outselling him by millions. But he's pushing me. Kessie wonders how far Hefner wants to push back. You think our readers can handle full frontal? You think they even want full frontal? Hefner may prefer the wholesome cheerleader look, but he knows Guccione has just changed the centerfold rules. The rules Playboy created... He looks up at Kessie with resignation. Yeah, Jack, they're men for Christ's sake. Of course they're going to want it. Hefner's right about that. The sexual revolution is ushering in a new era of curiosity and experimentation. There's a real appetite for what Hefner and Guccione are offering. Both realize there's a motherload of libido to exploit. Each wants to dominate the adult publishing market. And that can only mean one thing. The battle over sex and beauty is about to get ugly. Wasn't that fabulous? So if you liked what you heard, start your 30-day free trial of Wondery Plus for ad-free listening, exclusive shows, binges, and early access in the new Wondery app. Download the app today. On behalf of Sandra Beck, we want you to get out there today to make more money with less time and effort so you can live the life you want. Tune in next week for more tips, tricks, and techniques on Coach.